Dreams have been with humanity for as long as we have existed, and they have always held a mythical place in our cultures. To some, they have been portents of things to come, visions of a future veiled in obscure symbolism, while to others, they have been the link between the mundane and the divine, an opportunity for our spirit to soar as our flesh lays dormant. Some claim that by mastering your dreams, taking the reins of the seemingly random events that occur within it, you can achieve great things, learning the mysteries of your own mind, and connect with the collective subconscious of our entire species. For the changeling, it is all that, and more. Each and every human dreams, and that changeling touched by the chaotic influence of the willed, the source of their fey powers, can manipulate them just as skillfully as they may have woven straw into gold during their durance. For an experienced oniropomp, discerning meaning and even implanting new ideas in a sleeping mortal's mind is no difficult task, although they must always remain careful. Dreams, after all, help us combat our demons, in a way, and a changeling who attempts too heavy-handedly to influence a dreamer may find that they become the threat the dreamer will be fighting. There are two ways for any changeling to approach the realm of dreams, either through the Gate of Horn or through the Gate of Ivory. These two gates have their origin in ancient Greece, where they were used to denote whether a dream was true, in which case it would be the Gate of Horn, or false, in which case they would be from the Gate of Ivory. The Hedge, the borderlands between the mundane world and that of the Fae, also serve as a passageway to the realms of dreams, a distinctively different domain from that ruled by the gentry, yet in many ways hauntingly similar. To reach the dreams, one must travel down the dreaming roads, paths through the hedge perpetually in a state of nightfall, ever moonlit. Many creatures roam these roads, ranging from huntsmen in pursuit of escaped changelings, to goblins snatching trinkets from the dreams of mortals to sell at their market. Approaching the dreams this way is called to walk through the gates of Horn, as it carries the changeling, body and all, to the dream realm. These dreaming roads branch off into nigh-endless amounts of paths, all leading to the individual dream bastions of the sleepers. One may be able to foretell what manner of dream one is approaching, as the environment leading up to these bastions are subtly influenced by them, the effects of the dream growing more intense the closer one gets to the source. Each bastion is indeed a keep, a walled-off area of the hedge designed to protect the mind of the dreamer within. A pledge between a changeling and the dreamer, where the dreamer invites the oniropomp in, will allow them to pass through safely. Some dreamers may also have keys, items important to them that reflect their personality and their dreams, but these may be quite hard to find, as there is no surefire way to know which form or way these keys may manifest in, unlike keys to the hedge itself, which may appear as circles of mushrooms or a song sung at a specific time of the day in a specific place. Some keys even manifest through the deep importance a particular story or fairy tale may hold to a person. Another way to enter the world of dreams is through the Gate of Ivory. While the Gate of Horn allows the physical body entrance, the Gate of Ivory instead allows the mind alone. A dreaming changeling may manifest control over their dream when they are asleep, essentially turning it lucid, and may even bring others with them into it. 
These dreamers will then appear within the bastion of the one who entered the Gate of Ivory, and from there they may travel to other bastions as dreamlike manifestations of their ego, all resembling their true Mian. The one dreaming may wake up whenever they want, but those brought in instead need to find the way out of the bastion before they may wake. With the ever-changing nature of these domains, remaining behind for too long is a dangerous risk few changelings would be willing to take. Sometimes, when a true fae desires to send someone to retrieve their lost servants, they will take the heart of a huntsman and replace it with one of their titles. The heart, they tell these hunters, will be returned when the changeling they are sent after are back where they belong. The fae will then hide the heart inside of the dreamer's bastion, which will then twist and corrupt as the heart beats with primordial memories, causing fits of intense emotions and nightmares in the dreamer. The huntsman is unable to perceive the bastion in which their heart was hidden, no matter how hard they look, but particularly brave or desperate changelings may seek to find it and return it to its original owner before they get caught. We have used the term oniropomp several times, and its meaning may not be immediately obvious. An oniropomp is a changeling who wields oniromancy, the art of weaving dreams. Dream weaving is the way in which a changeling, or other creatures of fey origin, may manipulate a dreamscape to suit their tastes or needs. They must take care, however, as they are rarely alone in a dream. There is, of course, always the dreamer, but aside from them are the Eidolons, figures of imagination fulfilling certain roles in a dream. They are conjured from our subconscious and may range from mere set dressing to embodiments of trauma and suppressed memories. Eidolons always manifest for a very specific reason. It could for example be that they are symbolized in the underlying nervosity that something will go terribly wrong at the dreamer's upcoming wedding, but they cannot represent just fear itself or a general emotion. There are also props, objects mirroring what can be found in the real world, which may also carry with them great importance or just be mere decoration. The difference is not always clear where the line is drawn between an Eidolon and a prop, but one can generally say that Eidolons are actors, actively engaging with the events in the dream, while props do not. The dreamers themselves, if approached, are in a sense their own oniromancers, yet they may lack the knowledge of this and thus may not be quite as apt at manipulating the dreamweave to their advantage. If they are killed in the dream, they will awaken immediately, and the bastion of their subconsciousness will deteriorate and break apart into nothingness. An oniromancer caught in this situation need escape swiftly, or they will be jettisoned somewhere else out of their control. Some may end up in another dream, if they are lucky, whilst others may find themselves in Arcadia, or even stranger places. Having entered a dream, the Dreamweaver has a few options. They could play along with what is happening in it, taking on a role, so to speak, and convincing the dreamer through patient manipulation of events to give the Oniropomp what they are after. They could pose as a police officer interrogating Eidolons to try to unravel the secret of who the dreamer may have killed, or as a cat burglar breaking into an office to retrieve the blueprints of a bank vault. If they do this well, there is not even any need to shift or change anything in the bastion, it will conform to the actions of the Oniromancer. If, however, they lack the time, or indeed the patience, to do things this way, they may influence directly how events unfold. This is called shifting, and there are subtle and overt ways to do this. 
In the subtle fashion, the Dreamweaver may replace Eidolons with others, introduce twists of luck or narrative that alters the course of events, or even summon environmental hazards like a rain of gunfire or a lake of flesh-eating crickets. One must remember that oniromancy does not operate like manipulation of events would in the real world. It is not impossible for these things to happen in a dream, yet if the Dreamweaver becomes too bold or make too many blatant alterations, the Dreamer may become hostile and the Eidolons will then actively try to fight off the Oniromancer and their changes. As you may have deduced from this, Oniromancy can be used in many ways, and while intrusion into another being's dreams to retrieve some information or trinket may be a common reason, it may also just as easily be used to help the dreamer heal and overcome past trauma. As few changelings make it out of their durance without suffering scars, both physical and spiritual, any practiced Oniromancer will often be highly valuable in a freehold, as their services may be required quite often. Some courts also see the advantage of a battlefield so easily manipulated, and will often weave dreamscapes to help them fight off the gentry and their servants. There is, of course, always a risk in this, especially if the dreamer is an unwilling host to this war. Yet one can also argue that the advantage far outweigh the dangers, especially if the combatants can wake themselves up before they are caught. This video was brought to you by my patron Aubrey Ayers. Thank you so much for your support, and I hope it was to your liking. The world of Changeling the Lost is complex and ever-changing, yet I hope this helped bring some understanding to some of its stranger machinations.